0: back. It's Crystal Living Sober here and I am excited to be back for episode three. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So today I want to talk about fear and faith and how you can walk in a life of faith and leave the fear behind you and have a more peaceful recovery, sober journey, whatever you may journey you may be on. Fear is defined by the Webster dictionary as an unpleasant and often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. Fear can have a profound reverence and awe especially toward God. Fear can be a reason for alarm like if there is any sense of danger present or near. And fear can also be manifested as anxiety, dread, alarm, Fright, horror, panic, scare, terror, and loss of coverage. Faith is defined by Webster Dictionary as having allegiance or duty to a person, which is basically loyalty. Faith is belief and trust in and loyalty to God, our higher power. Faith is a firm belief in something for which there is no proof. Faith can be completed, complete trust in something, the self, or in another. We constantly turn to fear way more easily than we do to faith, and in doing so, we lose faith. We lose trust in what can be accomplished. What are you afraid of? Some say spiders. Some say heights. Some are afraid of being enclosed in small spaces some people are afraid of bugs people can fear basically whatever it is that their minds want them to fear because fear is found in our minds fear being that strong emotion that i mentioned in the beginning from the dictionary it's ca it causes our minds and then our bodies to think that danger is present right so it's that fight or flight response we get from our animalistic ancestors that push us to either tense up and freeze or fight with all our might. So fair, I really want to talk about fear because fear is what led me back to my faith. And from fear, we can learn so much about ourselves. We can be pushed beyond limits that we hold ourselves to. But let's go back to the part where we freeze and tense up for a moment because that's the true, the hard part. Where do we go and how do we move from being so stuck in this fear? So in the beginning of my sobriety journey, I was afraid. I was stuck holding on to fear. What was I afraid of, you ask? Well, it was Probably the fear of not being able to remain in my safe place, right? I felt, or rather my mind felt, this danger because for so long I let myself believe that drinking was a safe haven. Drinking made me feel safe. The way drinking made me feel safe was by making me feel less anxious. So that I let my body and my mind feel like there was no danger. Right here I am, drunk. Guess what? There eventually were no emotions left, no feelings, So my fears couldn't even be manifested in other ways through other emotions. So green light flashes, you know, safety responses signaling to my brain that I am safe. When in reality, I was so far from being safe. I was actually in danger pretty much all the time. If you couldn't tell from me always hurting myself or from my police or even hospital records, reports, what have you, um, then I don't know. When we drink, we lose all sense of control of ourselves and we become vulnerable and being vulnerable is never a safe thing. I was actually in danger pretty much all of the time. Um... Like I said before, you know, like, so you see what happens when we drink. We end up manipulating our minds and our bodies enough so that we are tricked into thinking that we are safe, we are good, we are happy, or we are better than we felt before. But to ourselves, that's one huge fat lie. We keep telling ourselves, when I stopped drinking, guess what happened? I felt fear. I felt afraid. I felt all the emotions that fear can spawn, and that fear that I felt was so intense. I wanted to leave the detox program. I wanted to leave the Salvation Army program. You know, I actually have left programs in the past because I wasn't ready, and those are stories for another time. Um, but because I felt so afraid that is where the fear led me it led me back to my faith I found faith which is a belief in loyalty to something greater like God or a higher power and okay so you're sitting there listening to this and you're like how could you just give up my fear for faith so easily you know um let me tell you guys like it wasn't that easy first I had to acknowledge that You know, that I was okay and that um, I was living a life of danger. And, you know, then I have to realize that it's only my mind that's afraid because of the changes, because of the unknown, which to me was becoming sober, was the sobriety part. And I didn't know how to be sober. You know, if I'm sober, then I lose everything I had ever known everything I became comfortable with had to end. Imagine losing something or someone you love, right? It's super painful. It's scary. And that is what happens when you stop drinking. At least for me, I lost something I loved. I might sound crazy, but I loved alcohol. I loved getting fucked up. And well, eventually beyond fucked up, but I loved go, getting to that place where I could be numb and escape reality. It became a false reality and I had to come back. I had to come back to reality, giving up all of the darkness. Like I mentioned in episode two, um, I was giving up everything I had and jumping headfirst into rebuilding who I was and who I am. I lost everything doing that. I knew I had to come back to nothing, to this dark, scary place, you know, to start over again. I am so, so very much thankful for the Salvation Army and their program because I was able to be surrounded by faith, surrounded by God and godly lessons. And it was a spiritual program. And I learned how to be alone with my fear again. I learned how to sit with what it truly was that scared me, right? So all of these manifest- manifestations of fear, of the darkness that inhibited me. Basically, faith is a cleanse. Once you start this faith cleanse, you start experiencing things not made of fear, but you know, for me personally, all things made of God, from God, and life became brighter. I became brighter. My beliefs in myself changed and I truly became happier happier. I would truthfully smile and I could fully love myself in order to love the world around me. I had to love myself. I had to love in a whole new way because I couldn't love alcohol anymore. The whole faith system, it really works, you guys. It works, but like we learn in, in Alcoholic Anonymous, Anonymous or in Narcotic Anonymous, which is also AA or NA, we have to admit we have a problem, right? We have to admit we are or have become powerless over alcohol and that our lives have become unmanageable. And then we have to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us back to sanity, And we continue to make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Now, not everyone shares the same beliefs about God, but to be able to open your mind up to maybe, to a maybe there is something or something or someone out there or whatever it is helping me, then that is a really good place to start. Start with just a maybe and it, you know, that turns into something gigantic. Those are the first three steps of that we use in recovery in Alcoholic Anonymous, but they are basically the first steps that one should take instantly, even if you aren't part of AA, you know, um, you can take these steps in order to start believing or having any experience with faith if you want to experience faith and With faith, it takes great courage to make changes in certain areas of our lives that need changing. At some point in our lives, each and every one of us will have to demonstrate faith and have the courage to do so in the bible it commands us to have faith but it also challenges us to have courage and this is not only true in the bible but there are so many spiritual texts throughout history where you will find characters who are faced with fear and who find the courage to change their outcome i am currently studying yoga and it's taught in so many sacred texts and scriptures throughout different ancient traditions so you guys, like, it's not about the Bible. It's not about God. It's not about what you believe, what, you know, someone else believes is different from what you believe. No, like, it could be literally anything. Just believing in something that's bigger than you, that's helping you change, can truly open the door for faith. Now, courage is the ability to do something that frightens you, right? Um, having the strength in the face of pain and grief. There are so many examples of courage that are all around us. Um, Some examples are, you know, not only for those of us who are battling addictions, but for instance, there are elderly people living alone and that's scary. You know, they might have lost a loved one and now are just all alone, you know, and I couldn't even imagine that, but that's an example. There are cancer patients going through trial and error with medications and dealing with pain. You know, this first responders never knowing how bad a situation could turn out one day. There are soldiers in the midst of war and chaos. And there are young people not succumbing to peer pressure on the daily basis. This world is crazy right now. You name it, you will find courage out there. Along with faith, having the courage to do whatever it may be knocks fear down and leaves no room for it. In AA, in NA, and NA, th- and throughout any recovery path that you're on, whatever it may be, even, you know, if you're religious in church, just to get you through the day, you know, um, we use the serenity prayer. And it goes like this. God Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Now, saying this day by day really helps to restore the courage that we have, that we sometimes have to dig so deep to find within ourselves, reminding us that we are on the right path, and we start believing that we are not alone on the journey of recovery, or whatever journey we're on, you know, we let situations out of our control go. Go to God. Go to whatever higher power that you have helping you through this. That's where it goes. In NA and AA, I sat in my chair and I listened to others share their stories. And I saw the courage that these men and these women had while they were sharing Sharing your story or sharing these fears that you have, they help to clear yourself from the things that, you know, that you're holding on to, that we're keeping inside, that we're afraid to let others see or know about. And sh- with sharing, it helps others through motivation. Okay, so for, like for me, seeing others who have great courage now having been scared, You know, okay, well, let me back up. Like, seeing others who have had great courage, who have once been scared and afraid of their past, who have now overcome the experience, you know what I mean? Like, they've changed, and you could see it. They have become a beacon of light for me, and they had happiness, you know, at these meetings. They showed courage and showed me that my fears were nothing to be ashamed about. And at one point I saw that I didn't have to be afraid anymore and I saw that I was definitely not alone with these fears because other people like me had them too you know and with that it truly was amazing that helped me you know gain the courage to even open my mouth and say you know hi my name is Krista I'm an alcoholic you know I'm an addict I'm recovering it's the first step you take you share, you ask for help, you let it all go. Now remember, faith brings salvation. Faith brings us answers to our prayers. And faith can bring healing and deliverance. For me, the more faith I have, I can trust in myself and trust in the journey, and I can trust that God is working in my life. And I can overcome anything that stands in my way of living a sober life. Because I put that trust into faith and it helps me each and every day. So I hope you take away from this message to, you know, like, let us not be afraid anymore. And if you're listening to this podcast and if you're still afraid and if you're still stuck in a fearful place or in a dark place full of fear, just know that I am here for you. I am here as your friend, and I am here to talk, so message me. I will walk with you, and you will never be alone. You are not alone. You know, from the Bible, the scripture, Matthew 21, 22, one of my favorites is whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith, and, you know, I didn't jump to the ground on my knees, and start praying to god you know it took me baby steps to get back to that point but once i started to nail every night and pray to you know at the moments of stress run down to the chapel and pray to god and ask for guidance like those were the moments that shaped everything that led to faith so that i could overcome all this fear And then you start seeing the changes work in your life. You start seeing these God shots that, you know, that probably wouldn't have happened unless, you know, if you weren't, if you didn't change your fear to be. And... God shots, you know, that's something we said in recovery. And I think that's a good place to start for episode four, guys. So I'm going to be talking about God shots and what that even means, because you're probably like, what? But yeah, beautiful things start to happen in your life when you get rid of fear, when you have faith and when you have the courage. Um, I believe in all of you. I love you guys. Have a great day. Enjoy the weather, even though it sounds really windy, but spring is on its way and then eventually summer. But thank you guys for taking the time to listen. It's Crystal Living Sober. Have a great day.